everybody welcome back to the dias cast podcast this is episode 29 of unseating mavros we open with all of our characters except mave who is yet unarrived all gathered what? at the what do you mean Unarri- unarrived we're all here unarrived. right One, unarrived two, three we're all together this sucks <laughs> we said an hour <laughs> the, they all gather at the grand entrance, just as the last of the temple processionals roll in to the seat of Mavros. Uh, Maeve, who had been unable to get past the uh, the puffing bridge, had gone under uh, the road, had seen the mechanism for the bridge, gone inside, fought off zombies had fought off a dark satyr who was a member of the cult of the black goat and managed to de-unsabotage. Is that a double negative? Double negative. To stop (laughs) the sabotage (laughs) of the bridge mechanisms that the cult and their insectoid allies had been working on. Wow, she really is the best of us, hey? Yeah, it's true. Holy crap. (laughs) Unappreciated. Maeve has single-handedly brought the puffing bridge back in operation, allowing her to race back into the center of town and eat up with her long-lost love, Veridan. Hi, hi, Kevin. It's Griffin uh, from the Diazcaz podcast and also oh, your hi, son. Griffin. I hi, need Griffin. to know if it's puffing bridge or puffin bridge, like the bird or the, or the verb. The listeners really want to know. The verb. Puffing. 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 Like, um... Like the magic dragon, like, if yeah, you were a bridge. Uh, yeah, piff. What? No. There is also puff. Which but there is, is also... I think there no, is there's a, a comedian named Piff the magic dragon. Correct. I think I'm he's a comedian sorry, magician. Since when? What? <laughs> comedian magician. There you go. I need to retire. I, <laughs> I can't handle this much. I'm sorry. Puffing bridge. Carry on. <laughs> no, no. You guys continue to attempt to milk it for all you can. <laughs> you've, you've, I promise you... Everyone listening has seen Piff the Magic Dragon because it was going around the internet for years. Y'all have Twitter. I know that. I'm not not disputing Piff. I'm not even disputing Puff. (laughs) That's good. I was clarifying that it's the Puffing Bridge. Are you disputing (laughs) why we're talking about this? Because it's steam-driven, and it would eject puffs of steam. Mm, So it's Puffing. Piffs of steam. Pip, right. No, that's not the thing we say. <laughs> you know, yeah, we're getting it. We're getting muddled. Let, let's just all agree that it's Piff the Magic Dragon Bridge. Oh, I feel so bad inside. <laughs> As the characters gather together, Chiss explains that he has managed to get together the loot that they left hidden in the river. He has met up with Alice Elise, also a loose, and he has bid farewell to Broad Wolf and Diamond Gap. We had a very tender moment. It was truly beautiful. We bonded. We are now best friends. They're now part of the Kiss Partners. They are really, but, you, but, but they're not coming with us? Yeah, you let them go. Oh, no, they had they had to go. I mean, Broad Wolf was pretty terrible shape after being operated on. Sure, sure. Where where are they going? Like if we if we end up there, can we stay on their couch or what? Well, I have I have this little thing. I don't know where they went, but they provided me with a 
um, a communication device of sorts. And I pull out the uh, the folded up leather bird. Huh? They just said to whisper into it, and they would come when I when I needed them. Uh, how how long did they say that would take? On uh-huh. foot or by teleportation? Yeah. These are that's different a, modes a, of transportation. I think that's... I, I didn't ask. We were really having a, a, a twin-to-twin moment, and it was really beautiful. I was caught up in the emotions. Well, speaking of beautiful, how, how much money did you get for, for, the, oh. for, for the loot? Because Alice Elise, also a loose, was trying to sell me some little smaller version of the... What's it called? The thing. You the can cock say hardness? cock hardness. I just... I'm tired of it. A little... <laughs> I'm glad you got rid of it. I honestly, but I'm glad was, we never have to say it again. I'm, yeah, me too. But she was trying to sell me a little prick. Oh, it was, it oh. was like a smaller I'm sorry, version. Man, hmm? that sounds uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, 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 it always is with Alice. At least, also a loose. Uh, it just doesn't seem like a. I was like, I figured I should talk to you all, and we could figure out whether that was a good option or not. Right, because, I mean, I was also thinking about the bright blue Husker dude. That actually might be a very useful item. And I oh, think the, we have to spend yeah. all this plot here. I don't know what the currency of plot is outside of Mavros. I don't, I've don't. i never heard of any other currency, so I don't know. Companions, hey, this is my first time encountering it. I'm so glad you were able to do your banking in this time <laughs> of great need for the city. It sounds like you've really come out on top. Thank you, thank you. I, I had to, it was... I had to run some errands before we got to the serious stuff. Financials are really important to me. Very. Right. Great. I'm glad to hear it. Where your priorities lie. Uh, as Chisk defends his financial choices <laughs> to the sword, uh, <laughs> Templar relates their story. How they, working with Big Willard and Vanessa, confronted Sergeant Dolomite... <laughs> And discovered further that he had been altered with the parasite. Yes, you see, while well, you were bartering for little pricks and cock hardnesses and Whoa, setting okay. yourself up for financial success, I uncovered the plot. The real plot, not the plot money, the plot of the seat of Mavros. Wherein your sergeant, your so-called boss, has been infiltrated by the mantis monks. I tried to dissuade him. I tried to convince him that I could help, and he attacked Blaine McNutt. So we had no choice but to dispatch him. Blaine, what? are you okay? Oh, I've been better. I, I, I can't lie. Now hold on. W- was Sergeant Dolomite always working with the Mantis people, or has he just recently been infected? I can only assume that you missed these very clear signals earlier <laughs> in your interactions. I don't think. I don't think so. I don't know. I, he was always just. So irritating. You say he was a bad man, and he clearly was susceptible to this infiltration. I don't know Mm. what to tell you. Anyway, he's dead. Oh, sorry? I tried to incapacitate him, and then he turned around and stabbed his own acid splash bladder. (gasps) It smells like melons. It's really rather strange. Smells like melons. All right. He, He activated his own acid bomb? Correct. Did it, was it like an explosion or was it just him? I look um, up at Blaine and see sort of splashes of acid on him. Uh, yes, an explosion. Yes. Oh, ha. Well, that actually tells us how they plan to activate the acid bombs and the other uh-huh. plants. He was unable to be um, convinced otherwise. I did try to just incapacitate him physically and in his last breath, he took a dagger and punctured the bladder. Are Vanessa and La Jolla here? 
Yes. They're right Phew. there. And they're, and <laughs> Vanessa, Big Willard, how, how'd you do? You said Vanessa and La Jolla. It's unclear what happened, but Vanessa, Big Willard, <laughs> how are you? The, the two non-player characters speaking together tell, tell you that they confirmed the story. I just want to take a step back and just hear Kevin uh, talk as La Jolla and Big Willard in one voice. Yeah. That would as be if I could tell you were pimping that. Yes, uh, Blaine did suffer more hits than I would prefer him to take. Dolomite was a strong figure and, well, Blaine is weak, as we all know, so... I've got uh, much bigger forearms carrying you around, hauling you through the air like that. I have mm-hmm. to say that I'm looking a bit like Popeye. I thought you were David Suzuki. <laughs> Popeye Suzuki. And Worlds merch, collide. Merch, 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 Wow. Merch. Gideon can't take it anymore and burst out with his story. Good news. Faye won her fight, so she's going to be in the grand mustering. She isn't dead. That's good news. That's Rock good. Uh, Is she yeah. infiltrated as well? I don't know. I, I never saw her. Mm. Yes, we already know your perception of these things is quite low, so good. Maybe, right? Maybe, maybe for sure, maybe, but probably not, though. It's we, so I got back to the ship, and there was a big minotaur on deck, and, you know, using my, my wily pirate perception, I was like, nah, this isn't right, and Templeton was below deck, and I fought those two off, and went downstairs, and, um, yeah, Templeton had killed the rest of the rat folk. Why? Well... We did some fighting, I did some running, and after taking down Templeton, I saw that he had one of the skull necklaces that Maeve has. So, this rat folk's been talking to the rat god, and it was a lot of like, they wouldn't come with me. So then, then he made sure, I guess, that they'll never come with him. Yeah, bad tactics, Templeton. So, if I'm getting this clear... There were these two separate factions at play. The rat folk, or the rat god. And the mantises. It seems like... I'm not sure how they are connected, though... Hmm. I also feel like there might be a third faction in these kind of, like, metallic beings. Because we saw the ball-bearing goat fighting the mantis people. Right. There are metallic beings that we know do Alice Elise also a loose's bidding... But also the city's bidding, so I can't oh. tell. I can't tell what's going on there. You think Alice Elise also a loose is complicit in this as well? No, no. I had a I had a conversation with her with our, where I was very, you know, elusive of details and just trying to see how she reacted. And she just seemed mainly focused on on the spoils of battle and things, and it, it didn't. Right, like you. Well, okay, let's, I was, you all left well, like me, me there, and I yeah. was on the other side of the bridge, and I was like, well, I don't know what to do, I, I guess we have to do this thing, I have to revive this person, which, by the way, you didn't acknowledge, yeah, let's you be didn't clear on that, Yeah, I brought this person all by myself, okay? I love let's this not fire in your chisk, this is, this is a good spirit you have here, I love it when you're angry like this. I don't, I don't like who I am when I get angry. Can I... <laughs> And we're sued. Can can I ask the ball bearing goat? Was it in more similar construction to the puffing bridge guards or to the metallic rabbit? Uh, well, it. I mean, obviously, it was just a rough, roughly shaped as a goat because it was made from ball bearings. Uh, but it didn't look like the rabbit. No, and it didn't look like the the metallic guards. Yeah. So that that to me says there's maybe a third party at play. 
I don't know where that ball bearing goat came from. Where's Maeve? Should we have waited to explain all this? Well, we cannot. Uh, she's probably she making in? out with her boyfriend. Don't you well, think? Ca- yeah, but like uh, the hour's up. Like she should be here. We should yeah. find her. What you also notice is that there are a group of people starting to get very upset finding uh, Dolomite's corpse in his uh, tent right in the courtyard of the seat itself. Uh, right, Templar, did anybody see you fight Dolomite? I'm not shy when I fight. I don't care, perhaps. I'm glorious when I fight. Okay, I turn to Big Willard. Big Willard, did anyone see you fight Dolomite? <laughs> no, we were fighting in his tent. We surprised him with the monks, and uh, we were all in his tent. So everybody, and he sort of looks behind him, everybody sort of gathered around the tent, and, and, and there's all sorts of uh, people talking and clustering in groups. But there are, there are monk bodies in there? Yes, the mantis cream went everywhere. Oh, gross. That sucks. Do not what do you mean? call it that. We've never seen that. That's something new. Come, would you like to see? No. no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, rats, so we're not really in jeopardy there. I think it would be safe to assume that those scared bug creatures might have killed Sergeant Dolomite. Mm. Yes, although the melon acid does remain on Blaine and Vanessa La Jolla and Big yeah, Willard. Maybe we should get that cleaned up. Right, yeah, I'll start I'll start wiping. Yeah, water water skin. I think we shouldn't concern ourselves with politics and the implications of Dolomite's death. I mm. think we should pursue uh, uh, stopping the further explosion of acid bladders inside the crowd, inside the seat of Mavros. Right. Uh, who, who? I guess, do do we know, Kevin, who would command would fall to if Dolomite died? Um, Big Wither right now. Ooh. Yeah, there isn't, uh, there isn't really a, like, first lieutenant or anything like that. that Bro. That, Corporal Willard. This Big sounds terrible. Willard. No, this is a great idea. No, I don't love this. <laughs> At least he trusts us. We've been doing the the work for the whole town. At least right. we know he doesn't have, you know, acid inside him. Yeah. Or do we? I look to Big Willard. <laughs> hey, hey, I've been with you the whole time. I know, show me your stomach, Big Will. Hey, what? what is this? I feel like, I, I feel like I'm being cornered. We have to take drastic measures, Big Will. Why are you acting so suspicious? Here, I'll show you mine, uh, and, and, and then you'll show me yours. I left up my, my. I have to take off my chest plate. It takes so long. Stuff. Ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. And he's got this little butterfly tattoo. <laughs> and, it's, it's a, and he's got a, he's got, there. See, nothing on the back of my neck either. All right. Okay. All right. That's. Now do you! He looks over at you, Gideon. Yeah, I'll I'll lift it up. I'm good. Oh, what a cute tummy. Shut shut it. Shut up up about that. It's so furry. (laughs) It's so furry. Enough, enough. I hate this. Blaine, go go scratch his tummy. Blaine, I'll I'll chop your hand off. (laughs) Should we check on Faye? I think that's... I mean, I wanted to check on Maeve, too, but I I think she can handle herself. She knows to meet us here. She's smart. Uh, mm. Perhaps she's been held back, but I think we must pursue the greater cause here and make sure that this doesn't progress any further. I agree. This is—I would think this is more time sensitive, and we know where to go vaguely if if we can't find Maeve. We could just go back mm-hmm. to Pit Fourteen. It, would Faye be inside here at the main at the main seat? Uh, yes, she would, but they're not going to let you in. Are are you sure? We're currently walking with the captain of the Foe Fighters now and head of security, Corporal Willard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, he looks over at these Foe Fighters and he, he says, ah, Sergeant Dolomite uh, is killed. 
and uh, these two uh, reveal themselves to be uh, clerics of Mavros, and they don't know who Dolomite is, nor do they care. All they know Step is Step aside, that- Big Willard. <gasps> Hello, Blaine McNutt, uh, prostrate yourself. <laughs> uh, what's that you mean? What's that you said? Just now? get get on your belly, Blaine Come McNutt. On, Hold Blaine. me up. <laughs> your belly. All right, sure. So he he lies down and he holds the sword up, <laughs> and uh, and the two clerics kind of look at each other. Most exalted clerics of Mavros, see me here before you. I am Templar's Verge, the relic of the great Mavros, holder of this seat. Please let us in. Please, will you let us in? We must stop a plot to foil this great battle. All right. You can roll me. Um, I'll let you choose between performance or persuasion. Come on, persuasion. If you couldn't tell by my cool falsetto, I would love to be assisting. Yeah, with yeah, the too. with the choir boys, <laughs> can I have my, advantage? <laughs> my basses. Yes, okay, but I just want everyone to sort of visualize that. We have uh, a tree on one side. We have a dancing falsetto bear on the <laughs> I other. I say dancing. I would never dance. <laughs> you can't help but dance, though. I can't dance and sing that, huh? We have a 75-year-old Popeye lying on the ground <laughs> with one, one well-muscled forearm holding the sword up. Are you not intimidated? Yeah, what is, a, isn't magical about that? tons of, of people flowing by, and, and all of them are sort of holding up their holy symbol to, you know, either Thor or Mavros or Perrin or whatever it is, whatever aspect they worship. I would say, uh, you know what? Absolutely. This, because of the uniqueness of the presentation, mm-hmm. <laughs> you can have advantage. It's gotten their attention, if nothing else. Uh, <laughs> I'll give you, uh, my my humming has given you guidance. Oh, thank you. That's 1d4, yes? Sick. Yeah. Sick. Uh, 18 plus 3 plus 7 on persuasion. Whoo! 28. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that is very impressive. You see, please let us in, please. <laughs> the first cleric, she looks as senior and more impressive than the uh, the other one standing beside. And she says, Avron, <laughs> take these people in and you will go directly to Faye. I don't want to see. There is no lingering. The seats are taken. Uh, just quickly, Avron, uh, uh, named after Avron Gray, a.k.a. Avronius, who gave us a great review. If you want to be in the Dice cast, you got to lay down a review. You get to be an NPC. Moving on. We are not interested in watching a fight. We are interested in stopping a plot to bring down this entire tournament. Let us proceed. Yeah, okay, good, good. Yeah, come, <laughs> come in this, this way. And he, he marches very superciliously through the crowds. Out of the way! I have a sword here, a talking sword. And we are here to see Faye. She's the pirate queen, yeah? What was that last word? Is it superciliously? Superciliously. Trying to imagine <laughs> that in my head. How do you walk yeah. superciliously? In fact, Kevin, st- stand up and show us. Yeah, Kevin, I know this is an audio <laughs> format, but... He is prancing proudly. Uh, he is an Eric Cochra, so they know, oh. they really know how to walk. They know how to prance. 
They know how to strut. And also, from underneath all of his robes, you see this magnificent sort of black and gold tail that is full display as he's Whoa. catching the attention of everybody as he's... I'm just studying the anatomy of this Aarakocra. I'm just like... Fascinating. Chisk, come on. Chisk, have some decorum. Sorry, sorry. It's just, it's for science. We're on if you're parade. To the that's fine, but just try and be more subtle about it. No, I, I mean it. Oh, okay. I shimmer. <laughs> oh, I shimmer superciliously. Yes, it's very supercilious. Turn to face the sun. Yeah. Swing. <laughs> Swing. You guys actually get led in to the, uh, this is the seat of Mavros, and you can hear. Uh, there are crowds starting to fill. You can see that this procession of uh, temples and churches and various worshippers of Mavros have gone into the arena itself. There is a huge stone ceiling. There is a gap in the middle of the ceiling to let light in. The gap itself is probably, I mean, the ceiling is probably 100 feet in the air. There is a uh, a, a huge sort of skylight, probably 30 feet in diameter, that lets light into the place. It is a complete ring of seats, and you can hear this sort of low reverb of thousands and thousands of people talking and murmuring, and you hear prayers over here, and you hear the faint sounds of fighting over there, and the Aarakocra... Avron is uh, leading you underneath the seats over towards where the potentials wait. Before we proceed, Rat, hello. how we prepare to proceed if Faye is infected? Um, We should have planned this out before. I'm sorry. Rat, I feel as though we are uh, outmatched combat-wise in this 100%. Room. Certainly. So, I mean, I hate to say it, but the truth is, is that if, if she's infected, I, I... Oh, man, I don't know. There's sometimes when, when somebody's been infected or, or taken over by this parasite, and they're, like, docile and can't feel anything. Like La Jolla was. Yeah, but if Dolomite oh, was infected and, like, combative and, and sentient, uh, I, well, I, I think to we'll be just fair, have to say... He was only combative after I did attack the Mantis monks who came through the door to... Oh. I let on that I knew what was going on. So right. perhaps if we keep it mum. Mm. But he was talking to you before that. Correct. He was trying to usher us to a quiet place. I don't know what his intentions were, but once right. the monks arrived, I had no choice but to engage. Yeah. It, it, it seems like there's no rules to this yet. So we, I think we just got to go case by case. It seems he was certainly triggered. Once there was combat afoot, he proceeded to detonate the acid bladder, so... That's good to know, because Vanessa didn't trigger when we were fighting the queen. Mm -mm. So, True. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But, I mean, she was still in chanting mode, and then we took her away, so maybe there's right. like a trance period or something. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe Dolomite is, like, one of the ones that's gone through the entire process. Mm -hmm. Right. All right. Okay. Well, well let's we find out. Yeah. Avron munches up to the, it looks like another two different clerics here uh, uh, attending. There's a, uh, a quiet conversation. Avron keeps pointing back at, at you, Templar. 
And uh, the clerics sort of argue back and forth for a bit, and then they nod. And everyone turns around, and he's got sort of this real kind of self-satisfied look on his on his beak. And he says, yeah, they have a big fair out to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you very Thank much, you. kind sir. What? No problem. I am here to serve marvels and... and are you okay? Are you okay? <laughs> I'm just overexcited. It's my first time for this working in the seat of Mavros. In my day, the clerics of Mavros had a good deal more decorum than this. I think things have <laughs> oh. slipped in the hundreds of years I have been asleep. You should sit down, Avron. You are, um, <laughs> you're you're, you're losing it. And you see his head start to cocker back and forth as he sort of gets worked up in a, a very oh uniquely God. air cockered way. <laughs> I didn't expect this. Uh, the group of you are standing there when uh, you see Faye. Right now, she is done in a very stunning sort of silver and white outfit. She has the uh, pirate quest emblazoned across her chest. She is uh, sort of smiling at you, and she comes up, and she says, Gideon! My stars, how did you get in here? I, I never expected them to let any of uh, the, my pirate crew in. It, it's kind of a uh, extraneous circumstance. First off, uh, I mean, you look absolutely radiant. Uh, it, it's a pleasure to be in your presence. Wow, thank you, Gideon. Thank I you. Take, I take a knee. And look at your f- uh, friends? Yes. Companions. Uh, companions. We are yeah. the KISS partners. There's no we time to get into partners. it. This is Chisk and Templar's Verge. Hello. Hello. Oh, well met. Templar's Verge. I, I've, I've heard of Templar's Verge. It's like the myth of a of a talking sort. And here you are talking. Oh, dear me. This yes. is exciting. Try to contain yourself, dear Faye. I'm sorry. Is that the appropriate way to address you, Faye? I, I, I am the pirate queen, but here I guess we're, we're all just fighters under Mavros. I prefer your majesty. That feels right to me. Your majesty. I, I would actually prefer that as well. Your majesty. We have troubling news. Uh, well, I'm a, the, about to become the chosen or die trying. So you can understand that my, my focus isn't 100% on your, your news. But tell me, tell me what your news is. Yeah, first off, this is kind of small potatoes, but um, Templeton killed all of the other rat folk. Um, so uh, some of your crew has gone. Uh, uh, it, th- there's been in kind of an insurrection in the in the crew of the giant autumn, and I, I, I bad news about that. That's not really your dealings. I have to go find Captain Ashton Potter's about that. But just to let you know, um, and I'm, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I, and I don't know what your beliefs are around this. Um, but the Black Crier recently made an appearance and kind of did his little shaky shake around the seat of Mavro. So just wondering what your thoughts are on that. Gideon, my boy, I know it's exciting to be here, and I I hope to triumph, but either way, I am going to proceed into the light of Mavros, and I'm hoping to be able to lead Mavros' battle fleets one day. Now, I, I'm sure you think you saw the Black Crier, and I'm sure that uh, Pottings can more than handle some sort of insurrection on the giant autumn. But I want you to know mostly, Gideon, that I see lots of potential in you. I think you could yourself one day be the pirate king. While they're having this conversation, can Chisk and I go behind 
and or see at least to like a side angle to see the back. We want to see the back of her neck. <laughs> All right. So yes, the uh, the two of you are able to lean over her while she's talking to Gideon. Uh, just roll me a perception. You go ahead, Chisk, with my help. Oh. How'd you do, buddy? Uh, <laughs> that's an eight. I rolled a three and a five. Oh! <laughs> hey, you know, if that had been me, it would have been a two and a four. So it is better. <laughs> you don't see any, any kind of parasite. So what, what I will say, honestly, is I had my own plan to kind of suss this out. Um, All right. So I, what I was going to say is, Faye, uh, your words mean more than I can say, and I, I, I'll do everything to keep the, the fleet in check and, and do my part on the giant autumn. C- can I have a hug? Oh, why, of course you can have a hug, Gideon. Absolutely. Booyah. So as I hug her, I'd like to feel around on the back of her neck for a bug. <laughs> Getting handsy. <laughs> no, no, I would just do placement, and if there's a squishy lump... That's wow. a problem. She may just have a soft neck. Does What's he always the... hug like that? It's either a parasite or a cyst, and she want, wants to know either way. <laughs> Roby, uh, Roby, an investigation. Yeah, with your little bear fingers, investigate her neck. <laughs> 18. Nice. Oh, there is no lump on the back of her neck. <sighs> I'll take that. All right, then I'm just gonna I'm just gonna stay in the hug, real nice. Uh, but she's kind of. Uh, okay, um... Uh, sorry, okay, I just... Yeah, I don't know, you might die, so I'm just... Yeah, sorry. I don't think you will. I think you're gonna take this thing all the way to the top, but... You know, I, I don't know what the honesty is like of some of these other players. I'm afraid I do... I do have to go prep, but... Uh, I hopefully I, I will see you all later when I... when I triumph. One more question before you leave. Have you heard any of the other potentials? Use the name... Akishagal... No, I, I haven't met any of the other potentials. We're, we're all kept in, in isolation before battle. Mm. Ah. All right. If you uh, fight a combatant named Aranis, you need to kill him first. He's, uh, all right. as Chisk would say, intolerable. Quite literally. You will not be able to tolerate him. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, if, if he's there, I will certainly let him know. <laughs> Perfect. If, if he is in this final, the, I'll the cleric starts. <laughs> the clerics start to lead. The clerics start to, to lead her, lead her off, and she says, "Good. I, I hope you get a chance to see the fights. I hope uh, hope everything goes well, and thank Pottings for for all his help. I'll see you at the helm of Mavros's ships, Faye Blade Walker. Oh, uh, Gideon, uh, uh, I, I'm sorry about having to send your mothers off on that on that journey. I hope they get back safe. Hmm? And she's gone." Fuck this. Fuck me. Uh, Are you alright, Gideon? You... I think I think he needs a minute. Okay. Gideon, are you alright? Yep, he's going to have to take a minute back outside. We have to get go- going. Oh, there's, sure. There's so much Here. to do. Uh, I pick Avron. him up and put him on my shoulders. Root. <laughs> Rocket style. Suit. <laughs> alright. And lawsuit. Uh, Avron, Avron, Avron. Thank you for your patience. I appreciate you letting us speak to Faye. I, you cannot just shunt us back outside. There is some sort of plot afoot. We must stop it. People are scheming to attack the audiences, to bring down the arena, the tournament. Please, help us to stop this. 
I know it's your <laughs> it's first day. It's, it's inconceivable. It's inconceivable that someone would attack here. This is literally the best fighters in the world. Yes, that makes sense because they are There's the most 40, powerful. There's 40,000 of us here. The most powerful, potent blades are all combined here. They were all gathered together. We must. It's perfect. It's ripe for an attack. We have to stop it. Avron, have you seen any monk-looking people around the seat of Mavros? Uh, Gideon, you're putting your hands in my eyes. I can't see. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of bald and with fists. Uh, He gestures, and then you see a dozen different monk-type figures walking in amongst the crowds and things. Any mantises? Oh, roll me perception. You do it this time. Speciality. (laughs) Eight. No. Oh, no. There's it. no mantises in all of the Seat of Mavros, as far as you can tell. How does it work for announcing these these battles, Avron? Is there a spot where there might be a, an announcer that could see the entire arena? Is there a place where we could get a good view? Yes, this, we, of course. We have an announcer on, on the platform in the middle of the... It races up, but that would... Mavros, oh my Mavros, it would be very distressing to have you go out there now. They would have my head. Avron, you know what it means to die gloriously for Mavros. You of all people would understand this, that it is no shame to lose your head in service of Mavros. Yeah, yeah, it's good, yeah. So take us (laughs) to the announcer platform, Avron. I <laughs> All right, roll, oh my roll intimidation. <laughs> We're ruining this guy's life. <laughs> ruining his life. Oh, 23. Oh my gosh. Uh, he, he says, okay, uh, the, uh, the announcer platform is out there in the middle of the arena. Uh, you, if you, you go on there, it will rise up. Whoa. There isn't some sort of underground access to it. We have to stride across the open arena. This is undignified. <laughs> this, I, I'm sorry, there's this no mechanical thing. This isn't, this isn't the puffing bridge. Right, I was going to say, there's technical elements to the tent city already. No, no, we don't do that. You have to go and walk across. <laughs> well, it's normally it's a whole procession. The high cleric would go there. Okay, Gideon's gonna walk away from this whole situation. Wait, you're still on my shoulders. Wait, wait, wait I, I'm gonna climb out. Everyone's oh. stressing me out. Thank you, Avron. We will, we will, we, you calm yourself. We'll see you soon. <laughs> you see, all his feathers are like sticking out on edge now because he's like all worked up about this. Yeah, do you want to walk? Do you want to walk outside? See Avron, 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 Avron. Do you drink? I, I'm going to start right now. Here, here, here. Take it easy. This is, this is really good whiskey. And I give him a little flask. Here, have a sip. Calm down. I, I, I have a, I have a lot of siblings too, and I, uh, they have their own issues. I think we, we, you know, we share. And as I'm talking to him, I'm just gonna like usher them to yeah, go I'm, up to I'm the platform gone. and distract Avron. So you're going up to the platform, Templar. I, f- I feel like I should start heading into the seats. I'm worried that there's going to be some plants in the actual audience. I agree. I, I I just can't think of another way for us to get the lay of the land other than to get into the middle and see the whole arena laid out before us. People keep dragging us to these underground pods. It's nothing. I feel like we're not going to be able to see any of like the things on the back of the neck or the stomach if we go in front of them. I think we need to start running behind them to see the parasites. But there's thousands of them, Gideon. Well, we gotta start now, then. Is it entirely foolish? 
for Blaine to stride out into the center of the arena, implant me into the announcer's platform, and have me rise up as some sort of token. Is it too much showboating? You should tell me now. Um, if it were me, or Maeve, or Jisk, or Big Willard, or Blaine, yes. However, you are a relic of Mavros. I would say if anyone that I know personally my entire life could do it, it would be you. Is it cool? Is it cool? It, it depends on what you say. Rehearse it with me here quick. I wasn't going to say anything. I was just going, okay, um... Um, You're going to go to the announcer's booth and not say anything? I was just going to watch. Um, wow, I haven't spoken to a crowd in a long time. It's, uh, well, it's, it's fine. I didn't think fine. I would it's have this me. kind of performance anxiety. It's just me here. Okay. Welcome to the seat of Mavros. The tournament shall commence in T-minus four hours. That's really good so Is far. Is that good? Is that cool? Yeah, absolutely. That's cool as hell. Wow, Gideon, I mean... I haven't felt this insecure in uh, hundreds of years. I've, it's been a long time since I've been at the seat of Mavros. I haven't been here suddenly to just be in front of all these people wanting something from me. I'm not sure. <laughs> right. I mean, I mean, how you can think about it this way is that, like, you're a surprise. Like, no one's expecting anything of you. They'll already be pumped that you're there, you know? Right. Okay. Let's do it. You know, and then, and then I can just teleport back to Blaine when it's time. That's okay. right. Great. I, I can, I can kind of sneak... I'm going to sneak up some kind of backstairs and get into the actual stands and start running around. Yes, you should be on, on point for Maeve when she returns. Wonderful. Okay, see you soon then. Perfect, perfect. All right, so as you uh, start to make your way into Fuck. the arena... <laughs> I go invisible. <laughs> go invisible. And Blaine is picking up on your a little bit feeling stage fright. This is... I haven't even really washed my hair in about three days. I'm not sure. Blaine, this isn't about you right now. Right. All, all I'm saying is this. There's a lot of people here. So he, he sort of c- comes out. And again, the, there's this low sort of rumbling roar of just thousands of people talking and getting seated. A- and, of course, there's also the procession of the temples. So they are making their way around the outside and, and waving to the crowd. And people are cheering for various ones and catcalling for others so there's you know there's that that stuff happening around the outer rim of the arena okay Blaine I want you to just walk confidently like we've worked on like we've practiced walk confidently to the center you will you know I'll be invisible you'll put me down into the middle and then I just want you to walk away okay I'm gonna do a big reveal thing you're not part of it at this point I need you to stay within range so I can teleport back to you but just then you your job is to go you understand all right, Chisk, as you are sitting there talking to the Aarakocra... And Hume is usually has been the most agile and jock-like, and then Rend has always been a little bit more oh. like me, but he's just, you know, he's stayed back home and became a farmer there, so it's just, you know, I feel you like I've kind of strayed away from the family. Three or four more clerics <laughs> coming to get you. How dare you introduce more farmer details when <laughs> Gideon isn't there to hear it? How dare you, sir? Uh, hello, we're just having, are we, do I have to go? (laughs) (laughs) Time to go. Good. The seed, your woman says, where, where's the rest of you? What's, what's going on? Where, where, have you wandered off? Oh, I knew you were going to try to find seats. No, no, we're full fighters. We have access. And a, a lanky man. 
We have four fighters. Look, we we even have. Oh, I gave my donut <laughs> coupon away. Uh, but, you have, but you have your lanyard. Those aren't the. Uh, same yeah, thing. I do have my lanyard. We're four fighters. We have we have access to to these fights. Yes, I see that. But you have blue lanyards. That's for tomorrow. Uh, you don't I, want to spend your blue lanyard here. Today is a brown lanyard day. Y- well, no one really specified that the colors had to be for different days. Yes, of course. There's brown, blue, and gold. Gold is for the final day. You have the second final day. So not the best day. Now, how do I get How do I get into the final one? Well, you will have to trade it with one of the other foe fighters who has a gold lanyard. I'm sorry, what's your name? I, I just want to keep record of this. What's your badge name? My, n- my name is Ma'am. Ma'am? Yes. The- Short for Mammy. <laughs> Mammy! Ma'am, I, I appreciate your help. I know this isn't... I, I'm, not try- I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the company. <laughs> <laughs> I know you just work here. It's just poor organization as, as part of the contest. Yes, well, the Vo fighters are not part of the the Church of Mavros officials. They are a lay organization. Oh, I see. Then, then I'm even less mad at you now. I'm sure that when I have more time, I will appreciate that. Right now, I just need you and your friends to leave because we have battles due to start in the next few hours, and there are a ton of things to arrange. Ooh, I don't, see, the problem is I don't know where my friends are right now. I l- kind of lost them. She sort of <laughs> stares at the Arakokra, sort of shoots daggers as she looks at the Arakokra. No, you I, have and I one just job. good conversation. We, he, we're both clerics. We understand each other. We've committed to a devout uh, a god. We're devoted to our gods. and it's What is David Suzuki doing walking out there into the middle of the arena? His name is Blaine McNutt. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and he's more of a Popeye Suzuki. <laughs> So she snaps her fingers and two of the clerics go racing out into the arena. And she goes, what about that little bear you had? I didn't have any bear. The, the bear folk, the little bear folk, the black and white oh, one. Oh, oh, my... With, with the fetching my, tie. My friend, I don't have... He's, I don't have a bear Wait, folk. He's a, a friend tie? of mine. <laughs> I don't know where he went. They're never going to find me. I don't have a tie on. <laughs> Wow, we really tricked them. <laughs> they will never notice. Okay, roll me your stealth there, Griffin. Okay. That'll be a oof, 13. Ah, well, she's obviously too flustered to, to really spot you <laughs> where you are. So you're heading up into the stands, going up one set of stairs. You see that there are symbols around the stairs and uh, sections and things. Uh, there would be about 80 sections. So which one do you want to start with? Uh, I guess on my way up, I would love to, like, if there's, like, a cloak or something or, like, a piece of fabric, I'd love to grab that. There isn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I'm going to steal <laughs> one from one of the attendees. Um, I'll start with the one I'm closest with. And I guess I'm going to run to, like, the back row and then just kind of work my way around the arena looking for bugs. Okay. All right. Just roll me a four-sider and a 20-sider, please. Uh, four siders are one, nine. So you are starting at section zero nine. Out of eighty. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, Eventually, my friends will come help too. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> All right. So as you uh, head up the stairs, it's a climb. It goes up about four stories high. Jeez, those short legs are gonna get a workout. 
<laughs> as you go as you go up into the into the seats themselves you can see on one side it's section 9 the other side is section 10 and there's a row of about 300 stretching down before you i would say the place is about half full so far I, I will be searched, like, if someone has taken their seat already and put the cloak on the back of their chair or whatever, I'm going to see if I can nab it. <laughs> I see. All right. Sure. There would be people who are, like, talking and organizing themselves and things. Uh, go ahead and roll a sleight of hand. See how good you are at nabbing it. Oh, my God. Nine. <laughs> Woof. All right. So this large, well-dressed knight notices you trying to take his cloak. Oh. And he stands up and he's like, well, from your view, he looks like he's about eight feet tall. Oh, sorry, I lost my keys. I, I can't believe in the canon of this story that I chose to steal from the eight-foot knight. <laughs> but yeah, I guess we'll go with that for Gideon's thieving expertise. <laughs> All right, great. He was seated. He only looked like a three-foot knight when you were... Yeah. He's all legs. Well, remember, the whole place is filled with, like, big bristling fighters. That's the... Absolutely. I just assume I want to show someone less armored. <laughs> He's a minotaur with a short body and giant legs. Yeah, it's just legs from the neck down. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. I, I lost my key. Roll me a deception. That's the third two in a row that I've rolled. That's another nine. So throw it away. That's enough for this dice. All right. So this guy, he pulls out his huge sword and he says, well, let's see what you can do without hands to reach for your keys. Copy that. Bye. Let's roll initiative. What? Oh, my God. Gideon. Get say 23. Mm, And Griffin rolled a nat one, so nine. What? What's well, happening? Well, all right. If you die right here, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be gets fine. We'll a be twenty-one okay. to hit you. Jesus. Twenty-one hits. No. Twelve points of damage. Uh, okay. Ah, uh, the second attack isn't as well. He gets a sixteen on that one. Ah, sixteen misses. Oh man. He connects hey. with his first swing of his sword and lets out this roar, and you see another sort of eight different knights of all different. Uh, shapes and sizes, but wearing basically all the same kind of armor, all stand up. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to disengage and run away. But <laughs> and actually, and actually, while he's standing up, I'm going to take his cloak. Absolutely. Dork. Bye. Gigantic cloak. I'm going to disengage as my action. I'm going to bonus action dash, and I'm going to get 60 feet away. <laughs> all right. So which way are you going? I guess, like, I'm thinking of, like, sports arena. I would love to, like, go underneath the seats, like, to where the concession would be, and, like, work my way around and, like, pop up at, like, section 26 or something. Yeah, yeah. You could do that. You have been working your way around the seats. You, you went up the four stories to come out to where this, the seats start. <laughs> so if so you want to go back down, back down to the base, you could do that. Yeah, I'll go back down to the base and, and pop on the cloak and circle around. All right. So... You hear the thud of heavy armored feet following you down the stairs. Whoops. Uh, right at the, t- uh, the door, right at the bottom of the stairs, I'm going to throw down 20 ball bearings. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> All right. So you go racing over to the next section. You, you're sort of lost in the crowd. You hear behind you the sound of these uh, heavily armored uh, male and female knights of various races all cracking down and filing in a pile and you hear the guy <laughs> roaring in frustration as he's looking for you but I'll give you a stealth with advantage 
That's better. That is a 30. Oh! All right. Holy, what a flip. Putting the, the, the cloak on, uh, you are able to duck and disappear into the crowd. Sort of seeing this slice in your side. I'll just continue my grim looking for bug work now that I'm cloaked. Uh, as you nod your cloak, you can just do, you could do three perception checks to see what you can see. However, I will remind you that there are literally thousands of people here. I know. I don't know another option until... I mean, I, I'm doing this until Templar makes their announcement, and then we'll see what happens. Oh no, what have I done? <laughs> Templar never <laughs> makes their announcement. Ha! Huh. Okay, so one's a nat one. One <laughs> okay. uh, is a seven, and then one's a fifteen. Uh, with the fifteen, you don't see anybody uh, that seems to have a parasite on the back of their neck. Although there's a surprising number of people that are reaching back and scratching the back of their necks now that you're looking for that kind of specific activity. <laughs> you do, however, see monks walking rigidly and strangely through the crowd. Uh, I'm going <laughs> to... I'm gonna. Are they, like, walking up steps? No, they're walking around uh, the outside of the... Again, where the concessions would be, they're walking around underneath the steps. As you get closer, you see uh, that they are leading various figures who Whoa. are walking very placidly and calmly through the crowd with them. Um. Uh, okay, if I see that, I'm going to follow them stealthily. Nice. Oh, man. Nice. Yes, good. You all always have, like, so much action, and I'm just, like, talking to them from being like, oh, this is a farmer, and... I think, I think we've seen that every time, every time Chase goes into any kind of stealth, it's the wood and metal combination that never serves him well. Kank, 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 kank. It's on purpose, Chase. You just stay and chat. Yeah. <laughs> Blaine looks at you and says, there seems to be a three clerics running towards us. What do you want Red. to do now? Faster. Okay, stay within 300 feet of me. Hustle, hustle. Hot feet, hot feet. Let's go, Blaine. <laughs> to the middle. All right. He runs up. He sticks you invisibly into the into the platform that's there. And then he dashes off. Go, Blaine, go. Range? He has to stay within. 300 feet for us to be able to teleport to one another. Oh, oh right. right. That's a big range. So uh, that's his job is to dodge yeah. everybody. Well, the, re- the arena actually is only about 250 feet. So with you Great. being in the middle, you're only 125 feet from him at any one point. <laughs> Hot foot it, Blaine. Okay, um, does anything happen when I am stuck into the ground? Like, is there a, a mechanism that's triggered? Uh, there is. There is a, you see that there is a wooden platform basically half buried in amongst the, the dirt of the arena itself. There is nothing that seems to happen automatically, no. <sighs> if only I had hands or eyes. Or a sense of touch. Okay, I I wait until Blaine has sort of reached the edge of the arena so that he's not blocking me for sight lines, and right. uh, I will turn visible and try and catch the sun a little bit. I say quietly to myself, "Swing." Um, <laughs> nothing. I was imagining when Averin said that this would rise up. Um, I was imagining something more grand than this, but no, I'll just <laughs> stand here. On my own. (laughs) I love being a sword. I love being a sword. Okay, I muster all of my, all of my presence. 
I think of my former bearers. I think of the Valkyries of Mavros when this wasn't some sort of little kangaroo court shit show. The times when this was a place of glory, when people knew what they were doing to serve Mavros. And I say, followers of Mavros, the tournament shall commence in T-minus Four hours, I, Templar's Verge, have returned to oversee the proceedings. Yeah! Ooh. All Did right. anybody hear so. me? <laughs> it's just like a Templar radius. <laughs> Your voice doesn't carry. There doesn't seem to be currently any amplifying or uh, voices or anything like that. No! Okay, so, but, but my I, presence. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead and roll me a performance. I'm going to have cast guidance on myself as part of this stealing I myself. Yeah. Yep. That's. Yeah. All right. Come on, Mavros. Bring it on. It's a 12. <laughs> okay. Not horrible, though. You see three drunk rat folk fighters for the very first row of section 78. They go, yay! <laughs> Never mind. This is idiotic. Templar, you're better than this. Ah, I will take the time then to see if I can um, uh, uh, figure out the, the systems in the crowd, like how people are moving, if there's groups of people who are moving differently than others. I'm hoping to use insight here to tell where people might be gathering. Hmm, that's fair. Sure. Dirty 20. Nice. A dirty oh, yeah. 20. You do notice there are three or four... Uh, these look like barbarians. They are two females and a male. They're all trollkin. And they are just sitting neutrally staring face forward. And the reason they stand out is that all around them, the rest of their tribe are all drunk and howling and smacking each other and happy. And they're all dressed in strange colors as they cheer on their, their champion or anticipate their champion. Yes, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Okay. How's Blaine doing? <laughs> you see, Blaine is... The, the clerics have run past you and are chasing him. So he's trying to avoid the clerics and stay within... Oh, no, 300 feet. So he's disappeared underneath. Oh, oh he's gone underneath. He's just running around yeah. the outside of the ring. Okay. Uh, I feel that I've done everything I can here. This is not how I pictured this going. I will teleport to Blaine. Oh, all right. Shwoop. Blaine is huffing and puffing underneath, and he is ducking, and you see at least one of the clerics you can see pursuing you. Well done, Blaine. Good. Let's find a hiding spot and seek out our companions. Uh, which? Which what? Hiding spot or companion? Which? Do we find a hiding spot, or do we seek out the companions? Hiding spot first, so the clerics don't find us, then we will find our companions. Oh, right. Certainly. Uh, okay, just roll me a stealth. You can have advantage. Well, we have disadvantage, so we will have vantage. <laughs> vantage. Wow. Trash. Four. Ooh. Oh. oh. The person that Blaine ducks behind turns out to be one of the clerics. And <laughs> he claps his hand down and he calls out for the others. Uh, Blaine, you embarrass me yet again. I go invisible. <laughs> you go invisible. So, right. Thanks a lot. And uh, the two clerks start to lead Blaine out of the arena because he doesn't have any reason to be there. <laughs> so he That's is marching fine. around. Chisk, 
Okay, here. Ma'am, this is... I'm gonna be honest with you. I sort of lied just a second ago. I am a foe fighter, however. But there is something afoot, which is why me and my other foe fighters are investigating. We are currently under the command of Corporal Willard. He is now the one in command of the foe fighters. There is a plot to infiltrate the seat of Mavros. There is a group of mantises who are bringing in people with... I know that this sounds really out there, but it's true. I, as a cleric, I wouldn't lie to you about this specifically. I wouldn't lie to you about <laughs> <laughs> infiltrating and putting people with acid bombs inside them. I promise you, if you look, there will be people in the crowd or amongst the fighters who are, they may appear stoned and not, you know, like a rock, but just kind of blank stares. You could roll me a persuasion, see if you can explain this to the point where she can. Come on, man, don't fail me. This is important, Dice. Yes! Yeah. Uh, persuasion, that's a dirty 20. Nice. Ooh, oh. oh, my God. She says... Well, let's go talk to the head of the foe fighters, see if we can do some sort of investigation. Where did we live, Big Willard? I don't think she's talking about Big Willard. She says, you, Avron, you go back to the gate. We'll go talk to the foe fighters and see what we can uh, find out about this infiltration. Avron, you need to meditate more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, and you head over to the, the tent of, of the foe fighters. And she says, uh, yes, uh, Dolomite. And you go in and you see the body of Dolomite and the monks there. This is what I was afraid of. This is what I'm telling you. She says, what? Okay, so what, what is going on here? Why has Dolomite been killed? You didn't do it, did you? No, we didn't. I'm what? telling you, there were, there were acid bombs inside of these people. Acid bombs? What do you mean, acid bombs? I just, it smells like melon, doesn't it? <laughs> She smells. Yes, I. Yes, I. I suppose it does. But th- there's tons of melon for sale out in the shops. Yeah, listen. I rolled a dirty twenty. You believed me twenty seconds ago. I do believe you. I just understand why <laughs> Dolomite has been killed. I mean, people are always killed during the the mustering, and of course, there's always fights in the crowd. But this. And what are these creatures here? This is. I've different. never seen these creatures before. Exactly. These are the creatures we're afraid of. They've been planting the acid bombs inside of the people. I don't know who they're working under. I see. And you think that there are other people like this in the crowd? There are people like this in the crowd, like the creatures and the bombs. <sighs> yes, I suppose. Now, who who else is who else is in charge of the foe fighters? Because obviously Dolomite is gone. Well, yeah, Big Willard is baby. our senior foe fighter of our group. And to be perfectly honest, no other foe fighter seems to be doing much. Just our group, really. What What can we do? I, I would have to talk. You, you can't suggest uh, who you want to... Who's the High Cleric? Yes, uh, uh, the High Cleric is is the High Cleric Arjun. Arjun Vrathissa. I've seen her preach, and she is glorious. She it typifies Mavros. Well, I think it's urgent that we speak to her. Me and the Kiss partners. I... I, I know I that name doesn't sound very serious, but we are. Uh, so uh, you guys uh, wander through the crowd looking for the uh, the High Cleric's party, and uh, we'll flash back to Gideon. So, Gideon, you are 
following this group? Yeah. You see two of the people leave the group and head up into section number 23. Okay, I'm gonna... Gideon and Griffin are gonna write that down. And the rest of them continue on. And what you can figure out is that there is quite a large group and every section there's two or three people that are peeling off from the group to go sit in the sections. Uh, okay. I... Oh, I don't know! Okay, I'll, I'll just keep following them. And, and there's pretty much just two in each section like that are going off? It, it's hard to say for sure, because again, there's probably another 12 people going up, and so they just mix in with the group as they go up. But yeah, you guesstimate that there seems to be two or three, maybe four at max, peeling off. So obviously they're just scattering these people throughout the place. And by this time, you probably would have walked all the way around, and you're coming back over to the main entrance, and you see Chisk and the head or the senior cleric go into Dolomite's tent. I'll I'll notate that, but I'm going to follow and see where these mantis monks go. All right. So once the mantis monks have walked all the way around, they turn and they leave the seat of Mavros. So mm. they head out the main entrance, pushing past or avoiding the crowd entering. We're currently in a crowd? Mm-hmm. I'm going to toss my dagger of returning at the back of one of them. (laughs) So as you pick up your dagger to fling it, we will see next week what the results (sighs) of that desperate dagger toss are. What a good move. What a good move. We just got to let more people see the mantis people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're going to have to come out of their monk (laughs) or just take it and be like, oh, I'm dead. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> oh, oh no, he got me in my head my In my head. butt You got you hit my butt Thank you very much to Cobalt Press For all of the Midgard material Thank you to the boy King of Idaho For their outstanding jams You've been hearing every episode so far To Morgan Ermter for all the graphic design work For the Die As Cast And if you want to check out our character portraits On our site, dieascast.com You can head to Grillo's page on Twitter and Instagram at the Art of Grillo. Diego, give us your handles, and if you got a plug, hit us with it. Hello, uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Diego Stredel, which is S T R E D E L, or you can follow me on Twitter at D I I underscore Stredel, or also on TikTok. I post dumb stuff on there and mainly just cling to trends. <laughs> Emma. Hey, you can find me, Emma, on the internet at CinderemmaB on Instagram. That's kind of the only place you can find me. Uh, But I would like to plug Michael Rollins and Caleb Wilden, who wrote the Sentient Weapon uh, Supplement, which is a heck ton of fun to play. Thanks for writing it. Kevin. I would like to direct everybody to our Facebook page, the Die As Cast podcast, or you can find us on internet at dieascast.com. We are also on Twitter. And please uh, download us, like us. And if you leave us a review, we'll make sure that we get you featured as we did with Avron for this episode. What a great guy. Uh, yeah. You can hop on our 
Diazcast Discord. You can check out our site. Uh, if you have any thoughts or questions or concerns about the show, you can email me, griffin at diazcast.com, or you can use the hashtag TheDiazCast, and we'll see it. You can find me on all platforms at Griffin Cork, and we will see everybody next week. Bye-bye. We'll see you next week.